Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to our State of Origin Game 3 recap. Quickly going through the Game 3 and the series as a whole, having a look at the holistic view, how did it go down? Obviously, the Blues taking out the 2021 Shield, but the Maroons getting a bit of bit of revenge in the last game. Maroons 20, defeating the Blues 18, up there at Seabus Super Stadium. All three games in Queensland, does that mean all three games in New South Wales next year? Obviously not, but very, very interesting and probably will never happen again, hopefully in our lifetime, where all the games are changed. But an interesting game, this one. Um, always say, you know, the first two origins, the first one was an absolute smashing uh, for the Blues. The second one, it wasn't a smashing, but it was always in control for the Blues. This one here, Queensland went out on a bit of a limb with some of their picks on the team. They had some players come back, and it really, really showed, I thought, you know, a couple of key ins. Obviously, Kalen Ponga, our fullback, was huge, gave them a, an absolute different version of their attack, and obviously that defensive uh, play to deny Tom Dravojevic at the end there was brilliant. I thought Hamizo, uh, the hammer, coming in at centre, you know, they were slow in centres, gay guy and Kirk Cable against Alatrol and uh, Tom Travojevic. All series was a mismatch having Hamiza come in there, you know, able to link up for one of the one of the tries there. I thought he was huge. Ben Hunt at nine, I thought was terrific. Uh, you know, I don't know why he fights not wanting to be a nine. I think he's easily one of the best in the comp when he does get in there and really gets around. He got a double in this game and was probably the man of the match for me, the way he really controlled the game. And I thought uh, Cameron Munster and Delisha Evans for the first time in this series actually played as a tandem um, and, you know, got some good things going together. You know, I thought that King game was really on form. You know, they chose to run the ball when they needed to run it and, you know, they didn't really overplay their hand. I thought Queensland, it was a really controlled game. It was a really good game for the Blues. Obviously, quite a few different... um, I guess you can say excuses. Uh, obviously, no Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary, uh, no Daniel Zafidi, no Jake Travojevic, you know, four guys that would have started the first game. I thought Jack Wyden and Mitch Moses, you know, they've got pass marks. You know, obviously, they're not um, the best that this state has after, but I thought Moses, two try assists, you know, Jack Wyden obviously uh, crashed over for a try, did bomb another one, but I thought they played okay. Uh, and, you know, it was always going to go tough to go to Queensland for a third time against this team, you know, in origin, how they always want to never get swept. So it was always going to be one of these challenges for for the Blues. I thought, you know, the forwards kind of cancelled each other out. I thought, you know, Papali, Papali and Welch, Kafusi, Tino, all those guys played big minutes, played big parts. For the Blues, you know, the typical guys, you know, you care Murray's uh, of the world. You know, I thought Junior Paulo had a great game. Um it was just one of those games where, you know, it was going to take a couple of moments of brilliance or a couple of chances to go begging. And I thought, you know, Jack White, like I said, uh, had that early try where he went out wide and went himself, didn't pass the ball. Obviously, the Tom Travoyevich one with nine minutes to go uh, and Ponga doing the intercept there, you know, if he, you know, dummies and goes, he's under the sticks and they win the game probably. So it was a very close game. It did turn uh, when Valentine Holmes went off the field. Obviously, they had to do a bit of a reshuffle there. Uh, the Blues didn't really find the ball in the positions they needed to find it to really take advantage of some of the, some of the, you know, that change of that, obviously AJ Brimson came onto the field. They had to switch a couple of people around the field, you know, cable back onto the edge. When those things happen, you kind of need to take advantage and really attack those. And the Blues, you know, again, 
two guys I probably weren't expecting to play this series at all. Mitch Moses and Jack Wallace coming off the bench playing, you know, 10 minutes a game. So the, the other thing that did catch my eye, you know, Damian Cook being off the field for a long time and giving Horace our minutes, something that the Blues don't normally do is carry Hooker on the on the pine. Probably don't think they will do it again from next season. Uh, didn't really work for me. I think Cook's one of those players that, you know, doesn't need a stint. You know, you can go 70 minutes, then maybe take him off the last 10, but you can't really take him off and give him a 20-minute break and then bring him on cold. To me, that doesn't really work. That's not playing into his strengths. But, you know, um, it was it was an interesting game and probably better for everyone. You know, if the Blues went on a sweep here, you know, they're going to come in next year with their full-strength side again. They'll be going, you know, for four or five matches in a row. Queensland really showed a bit of heart here, you know, acted like, you know, they won the series and that's what I think that means to them. That, that win on the on Wednesday night really did show them that, you know, they're in this and, you know, they're not going to be swept. They're not going to be, you know, the labelled, you know, there's going to be people saying that this is the worst Queensland side of all time, but they're not going to have to, um, you know, do that on the scorecard. They're not going to say they got washed 3-0, biggest differential. Um, they were able to squeeze a win here. Overall in the series, again, I thought, uh, Brad Fittler, you know, outcoached uh, Paul Green. I thought, you know, Queensland, again, had a couple of injuries. No Harry Grant, no Caleb Honga. You know, th- there were some built-in excuses there. Um, but, yeah, I think just in terms of the quality, you know, Origin has this swing, you know, about every eight years it, it has this talent swing where, you know, a certain uh, state might come in and, you know, really ravish it. You look at the early 2000s, it was all the Blues and, you know, the Blues were winning every series and it was – you know, Origin's dead, you know, it's not competitive. Then Queensland obviously go on their amazing run. And now the Blues have won two of the last three, you know, looking like the Australian squad, if you picked it now, you know, probably 13 of the 17 would come from New South Wales. And now everyone's saying that Origin's broken again. So it ebbs and flows, you know, the different talent disparities. Um, but again, it was it was a really fun uh, game to watch. And I think a very, very interesting series. Yes, some of the games in this series, you know, like I said, game two is probably the one that really sticks out like a sore thumb. You know, game one, from from an attacking brilliance perspective and, you know, a team really under the pump, game one was obviously for that, for that type of fan. Game two was just, you know, it was utter domination without the scoreline and game three, obviously, the close game down to the wire. So I did have a bit of everything this series, um, you know, Rating out of 10, look, you're probably only going to get probably a 6 out of 10 for this series. There wasn't much at all, and 6 is probably being generous. Moving into the next year, I think, you know, Queensland showed in this game um, their more preferred lineup. I think you will see Ben Hart start a hooker next year with Harry Green coming off the bench. I think that's probably their best option. Um, but everyone else, they're, they're pretty close to full strength. I think the Hamizo now has really played himself into this orange side. Might be one of these guys to stick around, you know, I love Xavier Coates, you know, ragged on about the start of the season, how much I'm a fan of him. Down in Melbourne, I think he's going to really tighten up that defensive uh, liability issues that he has right now. And I think that'll be a huge, you know, if you get Hamizo and Xavier Coates on one side and, you know, both really tighten up their defense, that could be a very, very damaging side moving forward, you know. Um, you know, Munster and Cherry Evans will still be there. You'll have Sam Walker coming through the ranks, ready to take that spot. You've got uh, Reese Walsh who, you know, will come off the bench possibly and overtake AJ Brimson there. There's a couple of things that this season is uh, not over. Sorry, the series moving forward, you know, I don't see the Blues winning five series, six series in a row here. I think Queensland's got some options. And, you know, to me, it's going to be all about, you know, who does who does Queensland employ next as their next coach? Because I think that's the next missing piece here for 
um, Queensland. You know, I don't think Wayne Bennett's going to jump back into this seat. You know, I don't see a Neil Henry being the the coach of choice. You know, do they go Billy Slater? Do they bring him in? There was a talk that he was potentially going to be this year. Does he come back in here and play a role here? That could be potentially what happens there. Uh, but I think that's the next domino to fall here. I think, you know, obviously the series is going to really, you know, pass on now and we'll we'll see what happens in the, the run to the finals now. But I think the next thing for the 2022 Origin Series is going to be who gets the employment job for the Maroons moving forward for next series because that will make a make a huge, huge difference, I feel, because the coaching disparity in this game was pretty high. And for the series especially, I think Paul Green is a very safe coach uh, and really needs to you know, throw caution to the wind in some instances there, but he just isn't able to do that. My last point here, you know, like I said, I think it's an okay series, a six out of 10, um, you know, New South Wales get the win. A very unpopular opinion in my in my liking here. I'm a real big fan of Origin after the series. You know, I wasn't last year. I thought, you know, and, uh, the result, you know, kind of did show that there were some, some issues having at the end of the year. Some players, you know, obviously went through the grueling year, but you kind of look at how we have our split rounds during the NRL now. You look at how Nathan Cleary got hurt. To me, it can be a standalone event at the end of the year. And I really do think that the NRL kind of, you know, needs to take a little bit of a view here to see if that is possibly how we want to do it moving forward. Because to me, having Nathan Cleary out and, you know, the Panthers having to kind of struggle through here to get some results, um, it's going to be very, very interesting. So... To me, that's an unpopular opinion. I uh, will talk about it probably more when we get some other guys on the podcast and we'll kind of bounce a couple of ideas off each other. But, yeah, again, it was um, pretty eye-opening because I was very adamant last year that I didn't think it should be. I thought, you know, bring it to the, like it is all the time, you know, middle of the year we'll have our standalone games, we have a rep round. But to me, yeah, I think we're – for me personally, I think we're, we're to the point now where Origin can go to the end of the season. We've seen it happen. You know, can draw some ratings, you know, give – give those and you know those split rounds why not just give every team in the comp you know two rounds off obviously for tv rights you would never want to do it that way but you can still have you know four games around for those two rounds you just don't have to play those origin games because you know teddy resting you know turbo resting all these players having rest because you know they're doing origin and don't get me wrong i'm not saying that players don't need rest but that's why you move to the end of the season and all of a sudden then you don't need to, you know, incorporate and factor in games because, you know, the top eight is going to be pretty tight this year. I think the minor premiership and the top four will be tight this year. Having it determined on players taking a rest because they're tired from origin, you know, it doesn't really sit right with me after what we saw last year. So that's it for my recap, guys. Again, well done to the New South Wales Blues. Obviously got the win, 2-1 in the series. Queensland with a bit of a spirited fight uh, to get, pull that game back at the end. Three games in Queensland. I'm not a proponent to have all three games in New South Wales to level it up next year at all. An okay series, but obviously hoping for more next year, less injuries, a better coach for Queensland, and we'll see what happens. So thanks for listening to all the Origin coverage, guys. You know, we did touch quite, we wanted to do a couple of individual podcasts for it. I think we will do a better job next year, um, you know, really try and target, you know, some more pre-Origin, you know, buzz and hype, maybe some news. Uh, separate podcasts and you know as we start getting better into the game and the content we can you know release some extra stuff so thanks for being here through the origin series guys we'll be here all the way through to to the end of the season through the final series and obviously into the off season so thanks for listening guys have a great day hear from you soon cheers